These three deities are endowed with their shaktis, power. Brahma's shakti is Brahmani, Saraswati. Vishnu's power is Lakshmi. And Shiva's power is Parvati. Saraswati is a very ancient goddess, which we mention, we get the reference in the Rig Veda, which is said nearly 10,000 years old. This concept of the deity, Saraswati, the goddess, the image, came from the meditation of the sages of the Vedanta. How this image comes, concept of image. The Rishi saw a beautiful lake. In that lake he saw beautiful lotuses, blue lotuses. Then they found some white swans are floating over the lake. Then they heard the Rik mantra, they are reciting the mantras. Then they imagined a goddess. They imagined a goddess, a beautiful Devi, 
they put blue cloth on her because they saw the blue lotus. And our Hindu gods and goddesses, they have a carrier. Durga's carrier is lion, Shiva's carrier is bull. Each deity has a carrier. So they put swan as the carrier of Saraswati. So here is a beautiful. All Hindu gods and goddesses are youth, full of youth. They never become old. How the concept comes? I am talking about the these images, forms. So they put that goddess on this one. Put her cloth blue. And they imagine these gorgeous, sometimes you will find Saraswati with two hands, and some places you will find Saraswati with four hands. One hand, Veena, musical instrument. Another hand, a book, scripture, the Vedas. With another hand, a common jolo, water, purified. With another hand, Japamala, Saraswati. This snow melted and flowing as a river. So they gave the name of the river Saraswati. Saraswati. Again, the imagine Kunjalini Shakti, Ida, Pingala, and Shushumna. These are the three nerves. Ida, left side, Pingala, right side and Shushumna in the center. So these three nerves is the Shakti. Generally from Muladhara, at the bottom of the spine, the Shakti rises and then encircle and goes down to the right side. So most of the time we find the Shakti is moving that is outside world, external world. When that nerve current goes through the Shushumna channel, the lotuses bloom and we get experience. So they found these three channels, Ida, Pingala, Shushumna, the Saraswati. They connected with three rivers, Ganga, Jamuna, Saraswati. In Allahabad, we call it Triveni Shangam. From one side, Ganges coming with white water. Jamuna sky water is blue, dark, and river flows. But Saraswati is not visible. Why? 
because Sita cursed her. It is in the Ramayana. Dasharatha died. Rama and Lakshmana went out. So Dasharatha came to Sita and said, you offer some pindo to me. Please wait for my husband. No, I cannot wait. You offer. So she offered some food to her father-in-law. And Dasharatha disappeared. He saw. When Rama came, Sita told the story. Rama could not believe it. But you do not believe it. The Saraswati is the witness. And this Tulsi leaf is the witness. Tulsi plant. Ya Saraswati, the river. That you witnessed, I offered that window in you, you know, when my father-in-law came. She did not respond. Well, I curse you. You will be hidden. Nobody will be able to see you. That is the reason we do not see Saraswati river. We see Ganges and Jamuna flowing. Saraswati is undercurrent. These are all the stories in the Ramayana. Saraswati. Gorgeous of learning. Gorgeous of music. Gorgeous of wisdom. And Gorgeous of culture. You see, in Hindu tradition, you will find who preserves the culture. The person who knows the Vedas, Vedic culture, spiritual culture. A person should be just observing, watching that person's culture. <laughs> you are an uncultured fellow. Seeing a person's movement, talk, behavior, Hey, this is a very cultured person. Culture is very, very important. You see, somebody was asking me, in the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, we find Varna Shankara. How does the culture go down? In the war, <coughs> men will die in the battlefield. Women, they will be taken away by lower people, you know, the higher people will not be able to preserve the women. So the lower class people will take the women and the children will get lower culture. So in the Hindu tradition, all as you will see, a Brahmin can marry a girl who is Shudra or Vaishya. That means the children of that girls will get higher culture, Brahminical culture. But a Brahmin girl, if she goes to the Shudra, she will get Shudra, her children will get Shudra culture, lower culture. Maintain the culture, that is the most important thing. How to maintain? So, Devi, Saraswati helps us to preserve our culture, to preserve our wisdom, knowledge, scripture. 
So that is the way and the images. Sometimes I ask, sometimes some people say, show me, how do you know? The Saraswati looked like this or Kali looked like this. You see, these images came from the vision, from the meditation. From the meditation, these images came. Well, how? For example, here is a sage, and he had the vision of Kali. After having the vision, what he saw, that he uttered in a mantra, Om Meghangim Vigatambaram Savasivarudham Trinetramparam Karnalambini Munja Jugma Bhayadam Munja Srajam Bhishanam Bama Durdha Karambuji Narasira Kargancha Sebhyatare Dana Bhiti Bimukta Keshanichayam Bandei Sadakalikam. That sage, that illumined soul, saw Mother Kali. And after seeing the Kali, he composed this mantra. And based on that mantra, the sculptors, the artists made the images. That is the way people say, Swami, how do you know that Hindu Kali was like this, Saraswati is like this? They came from the vision of the particular deity. Same thing, Saraswati. It came from the vision of a sage and that image came. Now, some religions do not believe image worship. God is infinite, formless. That is the beauty of Vedantic tradition. You see, Aim had a deep problem. He read Aristotelian logic. Aristotelian logic. The whole Western world is guided by Aristotelian logic. Yeah, yeah, nay, nay. Nay can be yeah, yeah can be nay. The moment Aim said to Sriramkrishna, sir, God is formless. Sri Ramakrishna said, yes, and God has a form also. Aim was confused. How God can be both? Sri Ramakrishna says, what is wrong? Water? You drink? It is liquid, correct? Yes. Same water put into freeze. It becomes solid ice. Correct? Yes. Same water you put in a kettle, boil it, it becomes vapor. Correct? Yes. So same water is changing position. Sometimes it is vapor, sometimes it is solid ice, sometimes it is liquid. Yes, it is very rational. It is a very reasonable answer. Sri Ramakrishna told him, 
God has form, and God is, is again without form. To a devotee, he takes form. To a gani, he is formless. What is wrong? Some people do not understand this Vedantic Hinduism this way. God is only formless. God can take any form he likes. Moreover, Sri Ramakrishna was telling the Brahmos, they believe God without form. Please tell me, sir, how do you meditate? I meditate through the mind. Mind? Mind has a form. Mind cannot think anything without form. I have a Muslim friend. I said, when you pray, what do you do? Vishwami, I try to visualize the black stone of Kaaba. Sometimes I think God is light. Very devout Muslim. He was a, he was in Calcutta. He has a, he was, he has a company who, who, who binds books for us. During Eid, he will bring switch for me. Anyhow, this is the concept. Swamiji also was very much against God with form. He could not accept it in the beginning. He fought with Sri Ramakrishna. Then he had the vision of the Kali, then he believed all those things. Anyhow, so tonight I just told you in brief about Mother Saraswati, which is a, all, especially all over India, various parts of India, they do this worship, especially the children, they take the books and put it in front of Saraswati. Today you didn't Maraji, put any books. Over here. Uh, oh, I see. It is there. They put and the Akash books. Put his tool, his, his measuring. <laughs> and you put it in laptop or what? Right. Yes. My goodness. Saraswati <laughs> enters into laptop now. <laughs> what to do? Mother will have to learn the modern technology. <laughs> there is no other way. Anyhow, <clears throat> we used to do the same thing. We used to put all my books in front of Saraswati so that we may pass the examination. We are little children, you know. <laughs> and mother will never give food until you do the Pushpanjali with flower. The priest will repeat the mantra, Saraswati, Mahabhagi, Vidde, Kamalalochane, Vishwarupe, Vishalakshi, Saraswati, Namastute. They will repeat the Pranam mantra, flower offering. Then mother will give you food, not before. <laughs> Anyhow. So I should told you in brief about Saraswati. They wanted to show me please say a few words about Saraswati. You remember last summer we started a series of talks based on Swami Vishuddhananda's Shat Prasanga. The Swami was born in 1883, passed away in 1962. He was the 
eighth president of the Ramakrishna order. He was a disciple of Holy Mother. He lost his parents when he was very young, raised by his grandmother. After graduating from school, he went to Imperial Library, 1901, <coughs> browsing some books, found a book on the shelf, Sri Ramakrishna and his sayings by F. Max Muller, German Orientalist. <coughs> he spent 40 years for translating the Rig Veda from Sanskrit into English. <coughs> he was a professor of Oxford University. <coughs> he wrote, he met Swami Vivekananda in 1896 in London and he wrote that books. Reading that books, Sri Ramakrishna lived in Dakshineshwar. So he went to Dakshineshwar and met Sri Ramakrishna's nephew. He met him, came to know about Sri Ramakrishna and heard about Holy Mother. So he went to Jairambati, met Mother, Mother initiated him. Then he left home and became a mendicant, monk of the Ramakrishna order. I met him many times. He would sit and talk only about God, about Sri Ramakrishna, about the scriptures. And people were flooded that place just to listen to him. He could make, make religion living, vibrant. When we shall talk about him, I shall, it is in Bengali, I shall give you that, how, what he talked, I shall tell you in English. Ramakrishna Mission, Shillong, 28th March 1957. That day he was talking about the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna. The entry, 28th October 1882. It is a celebration of the Brahmos in Benipal's garden house in, in, in northern part of Calcutta, Shinti. So all the distinguished speakers, Vijay Krishna Goswami, Toilokkanath Sannal, and all these great Brahmo leaders are present. Swami Sri Ramakrishna saw a person, he was a judge. He started to talk only about ego. Ego. What is ego? This I, I consciousness, what is this I? 
according to Vedanta. We call it anta karana, inner organ. That inner organ has four functions. The first function, first chamber of the inner organ is called mind. What does it do? It thinks pros and cons. Mind is thinking, thinking. Mind. Second function of that organ is buddhi, intellect. What does it do? It determines. Is he a is he Ambikananda or not? Buddhi says Ambikananda. That is the job of the Buddhi. Is it Kali or Durga? Buddhi says that is Kali. This determination comes, you call, call it Nishyatmika Buddhi. Determinative faculty. It's very, very important. We call it intellect, Buddhi. So mind, intellect. The third function of the mind is of that in inner organ is called chitta. Chitta is the warehouse, hard disk, storage of thoughts, memory. Whatever you think, immediately it goes into chitta. It is just like the hard disk of the computer. Whatever you do, boom, 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 it is there. Good, bad, your childhood memory, all, all memories are there. And you can bring it back from there anytime you want. Storage. The fourth part of that inner chamber is called Ahankara, ego, I consciousness. I, I, I. This I is a mysterious phenomenon. This I is Brahman, again this I can be Jiva. Your I, I consciousness, where is it hooked, that you will have to see. If my I is connected with Chetanananda, with this body-mind, then it will be Chetanananda. Same I, I can spiritualize it, I can say, I am Brahman, Aham Brahmasmi, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman, I am Brahman. I am making that I vast I, cosmic I. When Krishna says Aham, that is cosmic I, Ramakrishna, Vivekananda, their I is connected with God. They are one with God. This I can be connected with many things. What is the problem? The moment you say I, next thing comes my. I and my. That is the warp and woof of Maya. All these billions of people you see around you, they are trapped in that I and my. I am intelligent, I am beautiful, I am learned, I, am, I know so many things. My family, my husband, my wife, my children, my money, my car, my home. All world is nothing but I and my. Sri Ramakrishna, even if you read Vivi Kuchudamani, 
you will find how Shankara mentioned this I and my bind us. This ego is the wall between the infinite and the finite. The moment ego wall is broken, you will be one with the infinite. Whole thing is this ego. That Sri Ramakrishna is talking that day. You know, ahankar, tamagun, agantik utpanna. This ego limits your infinite nature. You are the Atman. That comes from tamaguna, darkness, ignorance. All problems will cease when your eye dies. Rumarola wrote about Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna's eye died forever. He never could say Ami. Ekhankar, this place, here, this is the way Sri Ramakrishna would integrate his himself. He could not say I am Ami. Most people are in this world are busy with this I, ego. But they do not understand this. I is just like a bubble floating in the ocean. That Swamiji told Mademoiselle Calve, the famous opera singer, French opera singer. She said, Swami, I like to preserve my individuality. Madam, you are not an individual. You want the Atman. No, 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 no. I am a famous, beautiful actress. I am a famous opera singer. I must preserve my individuality. Swamiji said, Madam, you are just quarreling. Listen. Some raindrops fell onto the ocean and they become bubbles. These bubbles are floating and the ocean said, hey, be one with me. The bubble said to the ocean, no, 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 no. I must preserve my individuality. Again, the ocean said, millions of bubbles have become one with me. Be one with me. No, I must preserve my individuality. It is just inside a little air. That bubble means inside a little air. Any touch means immediately it will crash. It will be one with the ocean. So all these billions of people you are seeing, including you, me, we are like bubbles floating in the, on the ocean of Satchidananda. I am Chetrananda. I am. I am this. I am Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so. These are all bubbles are floating. The longevity of this bubble may be 50 years, 80 years, 100 years, but it will burst. Either today or tomorrow. But we are trying to preserve our individuality. You know, it began to make sense. This ego, individuality. What is individuality? Real individuality is Brahman. We are all reflected gods, that Vedanta says.
Then Sri Ramakrishna always used some stories. But there was a frog in a hole, and an elephant walked over that hole. Then the frog said, Hey, you have so much audacity that you walked over me. I shall kick you. The frog was showing his leg to the elephant. Elephant did not care, elephants are no. See, Ramakrishna says, some people have a little money. How? Don't you know? I have million dollars. Who cares for your million dollars? <laughs> Same way, he says, some people think, you say, I have a master's degree, I have PhD, I am a good writer, I am this and that. These are all nothing but ego. Gruntha, Grunthi. Grunthi means not. Gruntha means books. Too much reading rai sometimes brings ego. Shankara mentioned in the Christians of discrimination. Luka Nubartanam Taktwa Taktwa Deha Nubartanam Shastra Nubartanam Taktwa Swadha Sapanayanam Kuru Luka Nubartanam Taktwa Many people are running after name and fame. Give up. Shastra Nubartanam Taktwa some people are trying to be learned, reading many books. Give up. Dehanu Vartanam Taktva. Some people are so much attached to their bodies and beauties and these and that. Without knowing that one day you will be old. <laughs> Give up. Then what shall I do? Swadhyaso apandayanam kuru. Jihypnotize yourself. Adhash. Adhash means hypnotization. We are all hypnotized. I am hypnotized by name and form. I am Chetrananda, I am Ambikarananda, I am this, I am that. These are all superimposed on the Atman. That Swamiji told. Madam, it is a big mistake that you are thinking that you are a you are an American and you are a woman. You are the Atman. Why are you limiting your infinite nature? That Swamiji said. You know, this is real Vedanta. Swadhyā shapanayanam kuru. Jeepnatize yourself. I am the Atman. I am that I am. That Vedanta teaches. A gods and goddesses just to attract you. But the real teaching is Swadha Shapanayanam Kuru. Jeepnatize yourself. Infinite strength, infinite power is within us. I am that Atman. I am that pure consciousness. That luminous Brahman. That he was talking about. Ami <laughs> Karta. I am the doer. Sometimes the attachment 
for the books, for the learning, buying a soul. Very subtle way. I remember when I came to the monastery, I had got 88 rupees. I bought one set of complete words, one concise Oxford dictionary, and I love books. So those things I came, and gradually, gradually I am, I was collecting books and books and books. So my friend told me that when you will die, we shall not buy any wood. We shall burn your body with your books. <laughs> so truly, and now I have, I think, two, three trucks necessary for my books. So easily I could be finished with my books. <laughs> but I have many precious books and many th things are there. Anyhow, I shall never forget that <laughs> Brahmachari. <laughs> Vidhan Maharaj, Mahadevananda. And then another Brahmachari, Dibbangshu Maharaj, he said, Why are you here? I just came, you know, just, I finished college, university in 57, 58, I went to the monastery as a proofreader and editor. That was my job. So he told me, Why are you here? I told him, I have come here to realize God. <laughs> he realized God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, young man, if you go forward, these people will tell you that you are ambitious. That is not good for monastic life. If you stay backward, they will think you are lazy. That is not good either. And if you neither go forward or backward, they will think you are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one do you like? <laughs> if you go forward, problem. If you stay backward, problem. And if you neither go forward and backward, there is problem. I said, I shall go forward. <laughs> then Sri Ramakrishna talked about human life. Sometimes everything is planned. Whatever you will get, whatever you will achieve in this life, it came from your previous life's momentum. God knows through whom, whom He will work, how long He will work, and what He will work. It is all pre-planned. But we have some free will, no doubt. Krishna told Arjuna, Nimitta matra bhavasebhya sachin. Niyata sarve vete. You were telling that you will not fight. But if you fight or not, doesn't matter, all are killed. I already killed them. It is the hymn of Bhishma. <coughs> He told Krishna that when he came and saw 18 million people in front of him, he just looked and sucked all their longevities. Only four or five people survived in the Kurukshetra war. 
He took away all their longevities. So oh, says, oh Krishna. That is the reason he says, I have already killed them. You just be the witness. You are telling that, oh, no, I shall not fight, I shall not work. It will not work. Your very nature will force you to fight. Then Sri Ramakrishna said, be an instrument in the hand of God. How? Sri Ramakrishna used to sing, Ami jantra, tumi jantri, ami ghar, tumi gharani, ami ratho, tumi rothi, jamon chalao temni choli, shakali tumari chai chamoi thara tumi. Oh mother, everything which is your will, I am the instrument, you are the operator. I am the house, you are the indweller. I am the chariot, you are the driver, charioteer. In whatever direction you will drive me, I shall go to that direction. That Sri Ramakrishna is talking about. That is the way. Just surrender. Swami Ramakrishna Nandam made a beautiful example. Be like a fountain pen. Fountain pen, we put ink, we write. Again, when it is out of ink, we put more ink, again we write. The fountain pen never complains that I am tired, I am exhausted, I have no sleep. Fountain pen only writes. So same thing in human life, you know, be like a fountain pen. Let God work through you. Markaj Bai Karen. Sri Ramakrishna one day said, Mother wo Mother's work, Mother does. Who am I to teach people? Mother, if you want to teach through me, you bring people and you talk. Sri Ramakrishna demonstrated. Perfect instrument. No ego. I sometimes give that example. Here is a flute. If you want to play, the inside must be hollow. If there is any stuff in, in the flute, you cannot make any sound. So it should be hollow. Similarly, if your ego is removed from your system, you will find God will do miracles through you. That he is talking about. If there is no one in the beginning, all zeros are meaningless. If there is no one, zero, 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 doesn't make any sense. But if one, zero, 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 ten, twenty, ten, hundred, one thousand, one million, one, all these numbers will come because of one. Similarly, if God comes first in your life, all this work will be meaningful. Otherwise, it will be all meaningless. Then he quoted from the Upanishad. Nayamatma prabhajane na laibhyo na medhaya na bahu na shruti na jame vaisha brinvite te na laibhyo tasai satma vibrinvite tonung swam It is a verse from the Kato Upanishad. Nayamatma balahine prabhajane na laibhyo 
this Atman cannot be achieved, achieved through lecturing, through studying. No medhaya, through in, not through intellect. No bahuna shrutena, or through hearing. Jam eva esha brinute, whom he chooses. Tenalipa, he attains. Tasso is atma. His soul, Vibhrunuti, manifests, Tonung Swam, its real nature. The Atman will reveals itself. So, grace is necessary. There are four kinds of grace in Vedantic tradition. Atma Kripa, Guru Kripa, Shastra Kripa, Ishar Kripa. Ishar Kripa, grace of God. You are a farmer, you till the ground. But whether you will get rain or not, you have no hand there. You need God's grace. Second, Guru Kripa, Guru's grace. Is extremely important in your spiritual life. You need a good guru who will show you the way. And he, Sri Ramakrishna gave a beautiful example. I like that. You see, we live in Midwest. If you go to St. Louis and see the Mississippi River, you will see all the barges. Corn, wheat, Sunflower, all these grains will go to New Orleans in Louisiana. They will go to the ocean going vessels because all big ships cannot come to the Mississippi River. So all those things will be exported all over the world. But these barges from our place to New Orleans perhaps thousand miles, over thousand miles, or twelve hundred miles. This, if it goes, the current of the river, you know, it will take long, many, a long time. But those barges are connected with steamers, so they pull. So Guru is just like a steamer, he pulls the disciples quickly, faster, faster to the destination. That's what Ramakrishna said. He talked about vulture. I have seen in our village, if any cow dies, you know, they dump in a place, and the vultures come and they take, they clear the, that corpse, that cow, dead cow. First, <clears throat> the butchers come, they take the skin, and then they finish it. So they fly very high, and they can see where there is any dead cows or dead bodies. Sri Ramakrishna said, these Pundits, the scholars, they talk high philosophy, but their minds are all lust and lucre, worldly things. Again he talked about ego, ego, ego. 
offer your everything to God. Krishna says in the Gita, those who offer patram, pushpam, phalam, toyam, yume, bhakta, prajachati, bhaktu puritam. Patra, pushpa, flower, leaves, water, sweets, whatever you offer, you offer with, with devotion. You see, some people worship, somebody I went to Pittsburgh. There's a very big temple. They, one of the trustees came to me, asking me to give a lecture there. Then he said, Swami, this priest, they do not know the meaning of the mantra. They are reciting the mantras and money and all those things, Shh, mechanical, they have no devotion. They are very worldly. <laughs> he was complaining. <laughs> you see, do you know how does it go? You eat a dry piece of toast, tasteless. But if you put soft butter on that and then put some marmalade or some kind of jam, jelly over that, that toast becomes very sweet, very tasty. So, you, with your action, if there is no love there, that work becomes drudgery. We are taught in the monastery how to work. Do you really love? Feelings, if behind your work, if there is no feeling, that work becomes very boring. Bargains, cumbersome, very tough. Why am I working here? I do not get any joy. Why should I work? That he was talking about Prem Lagana Chahiye Manua. Put your love behind your work. Then he was talking about attachment. In our place, you see, if you jackfruit, ripe jackfruit, if you open it, it has a white glue that's sticky. It will stick to your hand. But if you put your hand into oil and then open it, it will not. So he first taught people to be unattached and then work. That is a very beautiful example. Well, how can I attain devotion? Practice, practice, practice. I remember, apparently many of you have not seen, we call it Amshattu, some kind of mango pulp. Every, I remember in our home, when there was a lot of ripe mangoes, mother will not, it will waste, it will be rotten. So what she will do, she all the mango pulp juice, he will put it there and then put it in a big mat and put one layer there today. And then put in the sun, it will be dry. Next day, another layer. Still you can see the mat. Next day, another layer. Then it becomes so thick. Mam mango pulp. We call it amshatto. And then, 
you cut it and put save it it will it will not be rotten it will not be bad at all it is a very tasty thing so first layer second layer third layer some houses you put first coat second coat third coat so that you will not see the wood same thing layer after layer devotion if you put then your mind that sri ramakrishna's went into samadhi seeing the negative in the studio the cameraman was explaining do you see this is the glass negative and there is a silver nitrate emulsion when you take a picture the image remains here and from that negative i can print hundreds of photographs so this emulsion is the will hold your image that the moment sri ramakrishna heard it he went into samadhi that if in my on my mind if i have a thick layer of devotion then i can get a deep impression of my chosen deity and i can close my eyes and can see him at any time i want that we need one of my students called me in the afternoon well my shami my husband has gone to india and china <laughs> i want to practice some kind of spiritual disciplines i told 20000 mantra a day <laughs> <laughs> and i told her don't receive any telephone <laughs> and don't read any books see that whether Eight hours, ten hours, or twelve hours—you can stay in spiritual life or not. Experiment yourself, and eat a small quantity, drink more. Three to one weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Try it, ten, twelve hours. Let me see whether I can remain absorbed in spiritual intoxication or in spiritual life or not. Experiment. I did it. I know it works. <laughs> no, just don't tell anybody that what you are doing. Eat very small quantity. Drink sufficient, and just be absorbed. And don't use the intellect. Don't know. Don't read the books. Just only in spiritual japa and meditation. See whether your system takes it or not. It may not take. one man came from from the southern from chennai swami i am now a retired person i like to practice some sadhana i can really all right eight hours sleep and eight hours food and other things eight hours spiritual life morning one hour reading one hour meditation noon one hour reading one hour meditation in the evening one hour reading one hour meditation at night one hour reading one hour meditation eight hours i made a routine for him seeing my routine he says swami i shall be end up into mental asylum <laughs> lunatic asylum <laughs> uncle he told me that 24 hours are yours so i divide your 24 hours one third spiritual life one third food and other work and one third sleep you see it needs preparation it is extremely important this preparation preparation for higher life preparation for spiritual life 
holy company. It is very precious. You cannot buy it from the market. I have seen some people. Seeing their movement, you think they do not belong to this world. They are living in a different world. When Swami, second time when Vivekananda came to Dakshina, Shasti Ramakrishna was telling him, Hey, you come here frequently, <coughs> not occasionally. You are, you are my new lover, you see. <laughs> when you try to fall in love with a man or a woman, you visit frequently. When your love is established, then you come occasionally, it will be all right. <laughs> And he burst into laughter. <laughs> In the beginning, you should see me quite often, you know. Then, you, when love is established, then visit me occasionally. In the beginning, you must fall in love. That's all. <laughs> Thakur is so funny. Bhogana bhukta, bhayamayva bhukta, trishna nati jirna, bhayamayva jirna. This is Bhartri Hari Bhairagya Shatakam. Ah. We have come to this world to enjoy, but we are enjoyed. We have come to fulfill our desires, but the desires consumed us, destroyed us. All these human beings are suffering from desires. I want to fulfill my desire. Desire, desire, desire. No end of human desires. I remember <coughs> the first year in college we are, and we had to take one subject on economics. So I remember my professor was telling. The first lecture was characteristics of human wants. You see, Demand and supply, he was trying to talk about wants. If there is no wants, the market, nothing will sell, the economy will fail, everything will fail. It is God that God created desire, so this economy is moving. <laughs> and you go to shopping mall. <laughs> if you do not go to the shopping mall, the country will collapse. So, <laughs> everybody is... <laughs> I remember I went to Sao Paulo in, in Brazil. They want, the president wants to take me for shopping. I tell him, I have no desire. I have no want. Swami, create some, otherwise I can't. <laughs> create some desires, otherwise I cannot buy anything for you. <laughs> so you see, we say, he says, he told you, gave a very beautiful example. Play man is drunk, you know, up to this. Alcohol, up to this. Still he is telling, our Leo, bring more. Up to this he cannot drink anymore, but still the desire is asking, bring more. He, is talking, he was telling us, human desires are insatiable. 
or it will always remain there. Desire comes from lack of completion. When is not Purnam, if if the pitcher is full, it does not make any noise. But if the pitcher is not full, if full under push under the water, it will make bog 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 sound. That's what Ramakrishna said. So when you are full of God consciousness, no more desires. Then Swami was talking about, you know, you people should repeat mantra, Nam Shadon. According to Chaitanya, there are five ways you can attain devotion. First, Shadu Shango, Holy Company. Second, Nam, repeating mantra, God's name. Third, Bhagavat. Devotional scriptures. They bring devotion. Then Krishna Seva. Worshipping God. Fifth, Brajavash. Stay in a holy place. These are the five ways you can attain devotion according to Chaitanya. If you go to Vrindavan, you can see people's devotion is so palpable. Millionaire's wife taking a broomstick, cleaning the dead leaves of Nidubon. I have seen. Rich, rich women, like a maid servant of Krishna, cleaning the street of Nidubon. So, Hare Namaiva, Hare Namaiva, Hare Namaiva, Kevalam. Kalu nasteva 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 gotirinatha. That Vaishnavites repeat these things. Hare namaiva 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 kevalam. In this Koli Yuga, Hari, Krishna's name, 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 name is the main practice of spiritual discipline. But who can repeat this mantra? Mahaprabhu says, you need three qualifications. You say, I shall repeat mantra, I shall repeat mantra. First, learn how to be humble. Trinadopi sunichena tarurupi sahisnuna Amanina manodena kirtaniya sadahari Nadanam najanam nasandari kavitam bajagadisha kamai Mama janmani janmani sharebhavatad bhakti ayitubitui Be humbler than a blade of grass. Be patient like a forbearing tree. Take no honor to thyself, give honor to all. Chant unceasingly the name of the Lord. O Lord and soul of the universe, Mine is no prayer for wealth or retinue, the playthings of lust or the toys of fame. As many times as I may be reborn, grant me, O Lord, a steadfast love for thee. 
la Chaitanya says. Trinadopi sunichino. Trino means leaves. I remember when I, I have never seen this one. Like a grass, leaves, low. Humility that he is talking about. If you don't remove, remove the ego. Second, Tororopi Shoyushnuna. You must have patience and forbearance. There is a rain, cold, bright, scorching sun. The trees absorb everything. They never complain. We cut the leaves, branches of the tree, still the tree gives the shade to us. People are hitting the tree and picking the fruits. People never complain. The trees never complain. So, Sri Ramakrishna says, Sha, 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 forbear, forbear, forbear. He who forbears survives. He who does not perishes. In the Krishna, in the Gita, Krishna also mentioned. Matras parshastu kunteya, shitoshnasti kudukkada, agama pai nanitta, tang sthitikshasabharata. Happiness and misery comes from the contact of the senses and the sense objects. They come and go. Happiness and misery, you will never find a person all the time happy and all the time miserable. Happiness and misery always come and go. So, tang. Sthitik Shasva Bharata, Eurjuna Parvayar. If there is any way to get rid of pain, suffering, Krishna in definitely would tell Urjuna Parvayar. Parvayar. Third qualification, Amanina Manodena. Remove your ego. <coughs> Swami quoted Mira's life, the queen of Chitor. She was the queen, but she became like a street beggar, chanting Krishna's name. No ego. So be humble, have patience and forbearance, and remove your ego. Then you can get qualifications to repeat Lord's name. Then Swami talked about Sthita Prajna. Sometimes I ask people, read these three sections of the Bhagavad Gita. 
last part of the second chapter, last part of the twelfth chapter, and the last part of the fourteenth chapter. There Krishna mentioned in the twelfth, last part of the second chapter, the signs of an illumined soul, a man of a stage of wisdom. In the last part of the twelfth chapter, Krishna talked about the signs of a true devotee. And the last part of the fourteenth chapter, Krishna talked about what happens when a person transcended the three gunas. All these three are same. Sometimes, do you know, when you read those things, then you will get a chance to compare yourself. That's why I am. Do I have those qualifications or not? This is the beauty of the Gita and the Vedanta scriptures. You can see your own face where you are. Dukkheshu nudvignamana sukheshu vigata spriya bitaragavaya kruda sthidadir muniruchyate. Dukkheshu nudvignamana when suffering, misery comes, he is unparted. Unparted. Second, Sukheshu Bigata Spriya, when happiness comes, completely detached. Bito Raga Bhaya Krodha, Raga means attachment, Bhaya means fear, Krodha means anger, Bito. He is free from attachment, free from fear, and free from anger. If you see these signs, Sthitadhi, Dhi, Dhi means his buddhi, his tito, and his buddhi is established in the Atman. He is a muni, he is a sage. These are the signs. And Upanishad says, na priya priya is prishataha. A good and evil cannot touch that soul. Then Swami says, do you see the ocean? Even when you see the ocean, you see we big, big waves are spl splashing on the, on, the, on, the, on the seashore. One after another, unending. When it started, nobody knows and it will never stop. But do you know this secret, the mystery? <coughs> the mystery is that Perhaps hundred feet below <coughs> the ocean, their water does not move. All this motion, movement of the water you see above, just hundred feet. Below, why that some places in the ocean, seven, eight, ten miles deep. Below, there is no motion. The water stands. When we see some Discovery Channel, they show, there's some movies we see, that still water. <coughs> Holy Mother said, sometimes this misery is the gift of God. At that time we recognize who is my friend, who is my well-wisher. 
we learn many things through misery, through suffering. They are angels unawares. Sometimes God intentionally gives this kind of suffering. There is a saying of Saint Teresa of Avila. He was going to Toledo in Spain to open a convent. And he used to, she used to go with her horse wagon. While crossing a bridge, the horse wagon overturned and she fell in water. Then she complained to Krishna, to Jesus, Lord, I want to work for you. I am your child. And look how much misery you are giving to me. Jesus appeared before her and said, Teresa, you should not complain. This is the way I cast my devotees. Then Teresa replied, that is the reason you have only few. <laughs> it is true. Real devotees are very few. There is another story we learned. Once Narada went to Krishna and said, Lord, I found a wonderful devotee. She's an old lady. And she has a cow. She with that milk, she serves people. And she repeats your name all the time. Krishna says, is that so? I want to see that devotee. So immediately he in disguise, he and Narada went to see that lady. And she gave milk and entertained disguised Krishna and Narada. Then Krishna came out from her house and standing on the street, he told Narada, Narada, do you know, wherever I go, I give a boon, so I must give a boon to this lady. But what boon will you give? Let her cow die soon. That was strange. Then Krishna said, let us go to another house. They entered a rich man's house and said, hello, we have come here. We need some food. We are hungry. That man became mad. Is it a hotel that you have come here? Get out from my house. So Krishna and Narada came out from his house and standing on the road, Krishna again said, Narada, you know my nature, wherever I go, I, leave, I give a boon, so I must give a boon to this man. But what boon will you give? May he have more money, more stocks and bonds, more real estate, more, more property. Bas, that is my boon. Then Narada said, Lord, I really don't understand you. That poor lady has only one cow. You said, let the cow die. And here is the rich man. You said, have more money and more everything. You won't understand, Narada. This is the way I go. 
I am giving more money, more wealth, so that you will be far away from me. Day and night, let him think about money and meditate on the stock market. <laughs> and this woman, if her cow dies, she her all attachment will go away, and day and night she will think of me, and I shall take care of her. That is the, my way. But you do not try to understand these things, you know, what is this? A man used to pray to the two partners. It is a Christian story. So he was praying to Jesus, Lord, my friend is a, my partner is a very unrighteous person, he evades tax and he is a really dishonest person, but making a lot of money and I am a devout person, look how poor I am. Then, you know, he was complaining. Then one day he was telling God, God, what is the kind you do not answer my prayer? Then God said, you are a monumental bore. You, your, your prayer, I am so much disgusted with your prayer. I, I cannot answer anymore. <laughs> so anyhow, sometimes we pray so many things, God. <laughs> does not answer, but we shall not feel bad. He will fulfill your wishes, which is good for us. So I shall stop here tonight. Om Niranyanam Nittamanantarupam Bhaktanukam Padrita Vigrambai Ishabataram Paramishamidyam Tam Ramakrishnam Shirasanamamo Yes.